Welcome to the Be Beautifully You podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Wickham. I am a woman passionate about being who you were created to be. My goal is to help women and even men to step more confidently into who they are through life applications and step-by-step guides to help you find your purpose. We all, as children and young adults, have dreams and passions for what we truly want in life. And it is so easy in this world to lose sight of those passions and the person that God has intended you to be. I am here to use my heart and passion to help you rediscover your passion so that you can start living the life that you dreamed of and become your best self. So join me and my special guests as we have conversations around topics that I believe need to be discussed more for overall self-improvement. Hi guys, I'm your host, Sharon Wickham, and this is episode one. I am so happy to be getting this podcast started. I have been sitting on this idea for a couple years, and I am excited to share with all of you. And what better time than now? So here is a little introduction to me and this idea. I am very passionate about becoming who you were meant to be. We often get stuck in the rut of life and our dreams, desires, and passions within us get buried deep down inside of us. And sometimes later in our life, they are brought to the surface. And sometimes, unfortunately, they end up going to the grave with us. So why do we bury them? Well, because life gets in the way, to be honest. But I believe that it should not take our lifetime to live our dreams. I believe truly in my heart that the things we once dreamed of were there for a reason. God created us for a reason and gave us passions. We all have a purpose for our life, and it's about time we started living that purpose out. I first came to this concept when I heard something that happened at a conference. Uh, one of Rachel Hollis's conferences, they had a time where women filled out a piece of paper that had many different things on it. People were to check the items that resonated with them. Things like, I've suffered depression, I suffer anxiety, I have an eating problem, I struggle with infertility, I've lost a child. The list goes on. And there was one item that said, I hate the way I look. So these papers were passed around. You pass to the person in the right, in the back of you, in front of you, on and on and on, until your paper is lost in a sea of papers. So the idea is that whoever had your paper would stand when the item is read that you have a check next to. And you would do the same for the paper that you end up with. It's called standing for a sister. It's a pretty powerful thing, or at least I can imagine it would be, as I haven't been there, but I can totally see the power in this. Each item is read from the stage, and women all over are standing for women on the paper they hold. When the phrase, I hate the way I look, was read, 95% of the women stood, meaning thousands, because thousands of women were at this conference. 
when I heard this story, I was shocked that that many women hate the way that they look. I mean, we all have issues with certain things about the way that we look because we're women and that's what we do. But hate? That's such a powerful word. Not dislike or I have problem areas that I want to change. No. I hate the way I look. This is a problem. And then I got to thinking and wondered how different would the results read if the phrase read, I was, I hate what my life looks like. I've done my own research and I've received some similar results. I just recently heard a speaker and she said that we have 9,000 to 60,000 thoughts a day. Over 80% of these thoughts are negative and 90% of them are repetitive. Meaning we're thinking on the same thing over and over and the majority of it is negative. No wonder our world is filled with depression and anxiety and clinical diagnosis. So I got to wondering, if we work on one small area, I mean it's big, but it's small steps for it. If we start with one, will it spread into other areas? Can it change the way we view ourselves? What if we had so much joy because we are finally living the life we were created for? I don't know about you, but I think if we could work on getting back to our desires and pursuing them, we would live a happier life. And if we live a happier life and we are living the life that we were created for, the happiness would just trickle into the other areas of our life. We would start to love ourselves. We would love our jobs. We would love our life. We would love the way that we look. Because when you have joy in doing the things that you were created to do, the thing that God created you to do, then you have nothing but joy. I truly believe this with all of my heart. If we can get into the core of who we were truly meant to be, the identity we once had, because we lose our identity. We have this goal, these passions when we are younger, and we have this identity that God has given us. And we lose that identity because, well, things happen in life and it changes us. Of course, life is going to change who we are, but it doesn't have to define who we are. All the things that have happened to us are just a part of our life, part of our story, if you will. They don't need to define our life. I believe that we sometimes can get lost in what our identity is. We get married. And then we become that person's spouse. And that's our identity. My husband's name is Tim. So for example, when I got married, to some people, I became Tim's wife. I don't have another identity. Just Tim's wife. 
in life, you get a career. And it may not be the career you want, but it pays the bills. And that's what you are. My my first career job after we got married, I was a preschool teacher. So I held that identity. I was a preschool teacher and all the kids and even my colleagues called me Mrs. Wickham. Not even by my first name. But that's not what God said I was. Or how about when you become a parent? We even change our name. We are called mommy or daddy. Even our spouse calls us that. And that becomes our identity. In so many people, it is such an epidemic around the world. I cannot tell you how many moms I have talked to, even in my own family, where they don't know what they would do when their kids go to school or when their kids move out. Because their purpose and their identity was being a mom and taking care of their kids. Or a dad. Now don't get me wrong. Yes, it is a joy when you become a parent. And yes, you are responsible for that person's life. But listen, it is not your identity. And if you just become, if you just became a parent, Please, please, please do not let your identity get lost in just being your child's parent. Yes, this is a part of our life and a part of who we are. We are spouses. We are parents. We are whoever our career says we are. But it's not our true identity. It's not all of who we are. I am Sharon. And I am a wife, and I am a mother, and I'm a soccer mom at that. I'm an accountant. But you know what? I have so much more than that. I I am a woman who is passionate about other people finding the passions in their life and living them out. My identity doesn't have a limit because I am only who one person says that I am. So the first step to rediscover the things that you are passionate about is to actually take that first step of trying to rediscover who you are. Let me share with you a way to to start. You can write in a journal. I highly suggest buying a journal and start jotting down ideas and dreams that you have. It doesn't have to be fancy or even flow like you're writing a book. Just write something. Words, sentences, whatever comes to mind. But you need to take the time to process this. We will go further into this in the next episode. For me, my first step was when I went to a Christian women's conference a few years ago. And something I wrote down from the speaker, I believe it was Annie F. Downs. But don't quote me on that. In my notes, she was talking about having a rhythm in your life with plans and habits. And she asked this question. She said for you to ask yourself, who do you want to be today? If God answers your prayers tomorrow, who do you want to be today? So if there is someone you want to be today, Why are you waiting to be that person? 
Start being that person today. And this is not in the context of, I want to be like that person over there. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we need to stop comparing ourselves to others. For real. I will get into that in another episode. But yeah, don't compare yourself. So this statement that she read or that she asked us, who do you want to be today? It resonated with me. That is probably one of the main moments that this podcast was born. Because I sat there in a chair amongst hundreds of women and someone from a stage asked me to ask myself who I wanted to be that day. And I wrote down, I want to host a podcast. I ask you, and I will ask you in multiple episodes, who do you want to be today? Not who do you want to be in five years? Not who did you want to be five years ago? Who do you want to be today? This moment, because that is where we need to start. For example, let's say I want to be a water drinker. This actually happened because me and my family just recently relocated to Colorado and I needed to be drinking more water than I was or else I would have altitude sickness. Very highly, a lot. And so I did say I want to be a water drinker. So, okay. How can I be that today? I need to go to the kitchen, grab a cup, and fill it up with water and drink it. And then do it again an hour later, and so on. Use a timer. Or, you know, they have those apps out there that help with this. I didn't use an app. I just started having a glass of water first thing in the morning before having my coffee before anything. And then I would drink my coffee and eat my breakfast and I would have another glass of water. Anyways, the point is to start. You just have to start somewhere. They say that it takes 90 days to make a habit stick. And it only takes two weeks to get a routine in place. So start today. It is little habits that make us who we want to be. But if we don't ever start, we won't ever get there. So our first step is to rediscover the thing that we are passionate about. To get back to our core is to ask ourselves, who do I want to be today? Who is it that we have always wanted to be? Because I tell you what, Most likely, our passions are not being seen because we've buried them so deep down inside. And I'm telling you, it's time that we step out and be who we should be, who you were made to be. We should not compare anymore. We should not live in fear of what people think. We should not live in fear of failing because honestly, Failure is just something that we fear. There is no such thing as failure. Not really. 
if I start this podcast today and it doesn't make it a year, it doesn't mean it was a failure because I tried something and I was a brave. And if it reaches one person, I didn't fail. I've been sitting on this podcast for two years and it has taken me that long to get the courage to get out there and to talk to all of you about this. Granted, yes, I needed to go through some of this searching on my own journey to this. It took two years to take the steps needed in my own life to be that person I sat there and said I wanted to be that day when the speaker asked. And if no one listens, that's okay, because I'm doing this for me. It doesn't mean I failed. It doesn't mean I'm not trying hard enough. Because I am doing what's in my heart. There is no such thing as failure. So why are we afraid to take the first step? If we make mistakes, it's okay. Mistakes help us learn. I've been telling my child that for the past however many months we've been in this pandemic. It's okay to make mistakes. It's mistakes help us learn. If we didn't make mistakes, we would never grow. We would never learn. So make mistakes. It's going to happen. So I just want to encourage you guys today to answer that question. Who do you want to be today? Write it down. Because next episode, I will talk about five steps to start your journey of rediscovering who you are and your passions. I hope you join me in this journey. Thank you for hanging out with me today. And I look forward to our time together next time. And until then, no matter what you do, live with a little more purpose.